we're blah, 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 blah. We're recording today, this morning. You know, we're we're having all a morning, and it's cute. But we're thirty moms with a mom, 30, 30 moms, thirty moms. That's a lot of moms. To start this podcast today. <laughs> thirty minutes. Happy Halloween. <laughs> thirty minutes with a mom, dad, and a young bachelor. I'm Amanda Sharp, the mama. Andrew Lang, the bachelor. Karen Duke, the dad. The one dad. The one dad. I'm the one mom, and he's the one bachelor. Unless Aaron's doing something that we don't know about. I am not. <laughs> Silence is deafening. <laughs> Although I'm married. I got all kinds of game. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't. I've never had game. At all. Um, I, no. I, I feel like AJ's got game. Hello, oh, young bachelor. How is the love life? Let's yeah. air your let's air your uh, love life on the internet. I'm the old married hag. Let's live. Through. Uh, yeah, love life. That sucks, right? It's going good. Well, in your defense, there's, it's going good. He just said he's go- it's going good and did an eyebrow raise for those who are just listening. <laughs> so, dude, doing good in COVID, huh? No, no, it, it's cuffing season, and I'm still not with anyone. So. I really wanted to go to an apple orchard this year, get some cute photos with, a, you know, with my girlfriend, which I don't have. Oh, I th- when I heard him say my girlfriend, I'm like, he hasn't told us about this. <laughs> wanted to go to some haunted houses. That didn't happen. So the, the, the fall season has come and gone, and you're disappointed by the lack of girlfriend. Hey, there's still Thanksgiving. I could still bring a girlfriend to uh, Thanksgiving, impress the parents, you know? So he sees relationships as lost opportunities for holidays. I get it. <laughs> Do the holidays make you lonely? Like, remember when, when you were single? Only, only, um, um. It's like only this no, year. I'm Thanks, not. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> no, you mentioned it. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Very lonely day. That's really? such a stupid holiday. I really, like, I'm just going to say it. It's stupid. I have never, Marcus and I have never really celebrated and celebrated it. And if we have, I've forgotten because it's been so long ago. Do you guys know when Sweetest Day is? It was just Apparently. sometime. Was, well, just a little bit ago, wasn't it? Totally, totally missed it. And I remembered before Jen did. So I got ahead, I got ahead of it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that upset that you forgot Sweetest Day. Yeah. I'll, you know, like I totally like. Like don't you even worry care. about it. I know you got a lot on your mind, so I figured you know it's okay that you forgot. Um, I can't even deal with that. You're yeah. ridiculous. Neither did she. She didn't even deal with it. I got nothing. <laughs> no, I got no reply. She's a smart lady. <laughs> she is. She is. She is. She's kind of came no, in the I, eye, and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll be I in Sweetest day, veteran, not veteran, oh my God, not veteran's day, uh, Valentine's day. <laughs> oh the V just, it came out because I love veteran's day. Um, and v- Valentine's day are just like garbage holidays. Honestly, Valentine's day is my dad's birthday. I don't even um, necessarily love Mother's day. I think Father's day. I think all of those holidays are not something that I really care about. Um, even Mother's day. Mm-hmm. Because Mother's Day is just a day. Like, I treat my Mother's Day as Owen's birthday. Because that was, like, the day. So, like, Owen's birthday is not just a celebration for him. It's, like, a celebration for me. Like, you're my baby. Oh, I got you. <laughs> like, that's the day I, I thought mean. you were celebrating Owen's birthday on Mother's Day. No, no. I just, like, when it's his birthday, I feel like that's my Mother's Day. I love okay. it. I love it. Um, but yeah, holidays, I guess I could see where holidays would make you lonely. I've never like, never, I, I've been married for as long as I can remember. So that's all I (laughs) not had holidays alone. (laughs) Um, I remember speaking of holidays though, I remember way back when we were young and married and we traveled to holidays, the burden of having to go to everyone's house. And how much I hated it. And we don't do it anymore. We do not. Do you miss it now that it's gone? No. <laughs> do they come to your guys' house? No. No one's invited over. 
You're the perfect one. Woman, Amanda, you're the perfect woman. I'm Listen, it's, it, it took some getting used to for people to understand that that was our stance because it's an uncommon one. It really is, but it was the best thing I could have ever done for my family. Because why is it fair for Owen to be robbed of his holiday to make other people feel okay? Yeah, I mean, I remember the kid. I mean, I was pretty blessed to have, like, both sets of grandparents um, <laughs> alive for the major- vast majority of my life. I still, I still have half of them left. That's I, I, I lost the last of my mom's parents uh, last year, the year before. And, um, but like you're saying, every holiday, it's like, all right, we got to go to – we got to do our stuff. And like, it's everyone always sacrifices their time with their family. That's like, what I, yeah. I remember we wake up super early, do presents. All right. And then we got to go to Nana's, grandma's, and we got to go to, and we, we go to our Aunt Renee's and it's just, oh my goodness. And I hate to say it, but like, since you know, people are like passing on, that has really stepped back and been dialed back. And man, it's like, this is the first Christmas where I was like, Jen, we're just going to do Christmas. Just give us to 1 o'clock. Christmas morning to 1 o'clock. Just do the three of us. William can play with his toys. And that's especially when kids are younger. Uh, Harris. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> when Owen was younger, that was the thing. And now that he's older, he doesn't want to go either. Like, it's not like he gets a bunch of toys or anything. I mean, he gets a couple games that he's going to play on his, you know, PlayStation. And... And that's where it's at. But I, it's just such a burden and none of us enjoyed it. And it was the military that actually broke that habit when we couldn't come home. And that's when we discovered, this is amazing. This is awesome. This is awesome. And so when we came back though, after being in the military, that was hard to say, no, we're not coming. Um, And we were unforgiving about it. And again, it was a very unpopular opinion in in the beginning, but why should should we have less holidays? Does my audio sound terrible? Uh, I thought my internet connection was messing up. I got a message about that. I attributed it to that. It was a little bit, but now I feel like my audio is really bad. Like I sound like a robot. You're like loud and clear. Okay, perfect. You're good now. Okay. I know, right? Right. Speaking of robots, AJ, would you like to have your conversation? (laughs) As you rub your temples. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Are you sure, AJ, you want to talk about it? Lately, okay. I'm so, I cannot hide my feelings for anything. If I get kidnapped and they're like, what's your address? I'm like, oh, like, they would know I'm lying. I mean, I would be the worst or best prisoner ever. I don't know. <laughs> I think you'd be, well, I, I think you would charm the guards and then they'd be like, here's some extra like cake or something. Do some Yoda on them. You will. Everyone else is getting gruel. Here, we got you some Taco Bell. <laughs> Thanks for making our job so much easier. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, but AJ, go ahead, and I won't rub my temples again. I have. I'm sitting on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my question is, what is next for society when either society doesn't want to work anymore, or the the entry level jobs, the vast majority of jobs, have been taken over by robots or AI? What's measuring this one because he's back and thinking. I think the vast majority of people don't want to work now. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, we're there. The future is now. What's so what's for society? Like, okay, if no one, example, my mom, she is having the hardest time finding employees to come work for because nobody. I think that's um, problematic because of the unemployment right now. So that's kind of, there's a couple levels of issues with that. So I think, yes, it is hard to find people who want to work in general, but right now, especially because if they can make more on unemployment, and I'm not trying to get, (laughs) this is just the facts, and and be able to be at home, say, with their kids and stuff right now, because that's kind of a burden on them as far as they don't have daycare or whatever. I get it. Um, So I, I, I mean, I think the vast majority of people don't want to work now, but we've always had we always will have to work i think people need like purpose too i think purpose I is that one a lot of it is purpose yeah that I, or you're just gonna blow up 800 pounds on your couch and 
I mean, COVID's been a perfect example of what <laughs> we've all blown up a little bit. I'm not saying like us. I mean, me, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, you know, saying you. I'm trying to not capture the chins, so that's why I'm leaning back. Like the beard. Yeah. No, that's uh, where the mask, I hate them, but it does cover this area really well. And even like when I pull it down, I'm like, I'm still going to keep it here. <laughs> have you ever had it where it comes out underneath the mask though? And you're and like, Ugh. Not yeah. yet, but I'm sure that time's coming. Um, no, I think a lot of people, I, th I just really feel like we're always are going to have to work. I mean, we, I mean, look at from the beginning of times there was work, I guess, and defined work. We have to get food. We have to, even if work is not punching in and out of any actual job, there still is work one has to do at their house or whatever. So I don't, I don't know what that'll look like. Yeah. I think innovation has always removed jobs, but it's also always created jobs. I think AJ and I talked about this a little bit where I was saying, you know, there used to be a guy that would light your lampposts out at night. Yeah. Now we have electricity. And like where we live, DTE is one of the major employers yeah. down here. And like I got into, I don't say an argument with my uncle. He had a very different political During view. a holiday? <laughs> no. And he was, he was shocked that I, I use the um, self-checkout. Like, you used to work at a grocery store. You use the self-checkout? I'm like, I do. I'm like, but you know what? Yeah, that, that removed four cashiers, but someone's got to service the machines, design the machines. Mm -hmm program them. I mean, it's created more jobs. It's shifted the jobs. Yes, it's eliminated yeah. jobs, but it shifted it in another another way because yes, a programmer has to come out and fix it. There has to be yeah. someone who attends it. So instead of if there's four checkouts, there's really only loss of three jobs potentially. Unless it's not like those extra four lanes were possibly open anyway. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I, mean, I think it, at least people open to more like creative pursuits too. I mean, look at uh, what TikTok and Facebook and Instagram's done. It's created a whole new genre of job for um, yeah. us to buy more stuff. Advertising is great. And despite of how much I'm trying to break into that TikTok job potential, I can't. Every episode ends up on TikTok. And I'm sorry to our viewers, but it is a hard beast to figure out. It is. And if Salada Tea would want to sponsor us, I always give them shameless plugs in these videos. I'll take free tea. <laughs> I'm, I'm cheap. I'm not a tea drinker, but I mean, if it's free, I'll drink tea. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Please be Salada. You could just send me a box. And I'd be like, I'd talk about you to my grandkids. They sent me a free box. <laughs> I don't know. If, and I don't remember. I feel like it was something with a rose, but there was a tea brand that used to come with like little like porcelain figurines. And my dad and mom always drank tea growing up. So like every time they got a box of it, there was these little, little figurines and you collected them. And they were actually like pretty nice quality. Like I'll see them in like the thrift stores and stuff. And I was like, oh, that brings me back to my childhood. Because remember, knickknacks used to be a really big thing. Yeah. AJ, I don't know. AJ probably doesn't remember that. Like you go into an older person's home. And they have their knickknacks that they love. Like there were knickknack shelves. They got yeah. their china cabinet full of just, yeah, their knickknacks. Knick yeah. Yeah, I mean. My mom still has a china cabinet. And she's got her little, what are those, Hobbs? Um, oh, those are cute. Those are one of my figurines. favorites. I just discovered yesterday that they actually have like a little description or something on them. A description or a name? Of the piece, yeah. Like one with okay. like boy hopping fence or something. Oh, uh, that's obvious. <laughs> right? No, I feel bad because you know how some collections become obsolete. Sometimes they come back in style. Like trading cards is an example. Like they kind of went out of style. Now they're back in style, like for sports cards and stuff, which I think is really cool because I always thought the card thing was neat. Um, but like precious moments, you know, in our job, we go and show homes and some of these homes we go into, like the China cabinets are full with precious moments and these people spent really good money on them and they used to be worth so much money and now I'm like you can't give them away you find them in like the thrift stores now and I was like that is so sad like someone spent so much money on that collection so at the end of the day I go I collect things because you like them not because you're expecting to have a return on them commodities are a terrible investment Do you remember beanie babies are those still worth anything oh my gosh 
I yeah. love Beanie Babies. Oh, look at our agent. But you were probably like the age to love Beanie Babies when they first came out. I think Amanda and I, we were too old for the, like, we saw it as like, ooh, people are buying these as investments. Yeah, we missed them at, we missed it probably by like five to 10 years. At like the beginning of it, because my little sister had a few, but I just never got quite behind those. They're cute, but I never got into collecting them for money. I just did not understand how a little stuffed animal would be sustainable. Like porcelain figurines last a lot longer than potentially a stuffed animal. Hey, did you have any odd collections or collectibles that you have uh, collected over the years? I'm going to say collect as many times as I can in that sentence. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Let's see. In your few short years. <laughs> little collections. Well, I, I do have, Right there, I showed a little bit of it. Oh, oh yeah. Right. But I meant like an investment side. Have you bought anything like, oh, these, these wrestling action figures or? No, but I do have those, a little collection of those like micro Hot Wheel cars. Oh, those, see, that's a, that's, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. I still have those. I don't have that many, but I have them. Are they still in the box? Oh, good question. They're in a holder though, like a car holder. You could spin it and the car spin inside. Do you collect them still, or you just don't want to part with them? I just don't want to part with them. And those are things, Marcus actually had his, like, Hot Wheels and stuff from when he was a kid, and Owen added, those were added, those started Owen's collection. And Marcus cool. Legos started Owen's collections, because luckily my mother-in-law kept all of that stuff. So when we had Owen, she, she blessed us with it, which is really neat, because they were Marcus's. So I really loved that. So a lot of Owen's collections began... Um, with stuff from the 80s. And you know what's really funny is he still to this day holds this teacher. He can't stand her because he took some kind of, she took some monster thing from him during class and she never gave it back. She's supposed Mrs. to- Mrs. Moore, I haven't forgotten. We're staring at you, Mrs. Moore. And I can't remember Marcus's teacher. Was it third grade? It was elementary. But he Am went I? to uh, like a private school. Um, <laughs> I went to public. <laughs> I mean, he's clearly smarter than me, so take what you will from that. But <laughs> I, no, he still to this day cannot stand that that teacher did that, and he will have nightmares about it. I really need to figure out which one it is and get it from eBay from like for him. Marcus, I feel your pain. I had a race car pencil sharpener, <gasps> and my pencil broke, and so I was sharpening, and Mrs. Moore. Walked over and was like, what are you doing? Are you playing with us? I'm like, the wheels don't even spin. It's a, it's a pencil sharpener. I'm like, and she never gave it back. <sighs> Some teacher. I still remember it to this day. And I think she's dead now. God rest her soul. Aaron won. This is more. <gasps> I'm sure it's terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry to her family. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> I got dark. I'm very sorry to Here anyway. comes temples and forehead. Don't oh, think they're doing Marcus here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens when you take away a young child's special toy. You know, I'm sure a lot of people were like taken aback by that, but I bet if Marcus watched that, he'd be like, that's I right, feel Aaron. you. That's right, Aaron. Well, just by the way. No, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, and you know. <laughs> I'm collected not um, that because I understand how Marcus is a 40 year old man and is still affected by that. So you saying that while it was, it blew me away. I, I hear you and how upsetting that was for you. So any modern day teachers hear that understand yeah. the lasting effects that doing something like that, it obviously it, give it back, like take it away, but give it back. It's amazing. I had, I was at like a church thing. It was like a church lock-in where we'd like stay the night and be rowdy all night and whatever. And it was like a Western theme or something. Anyway, there was like, uh, it was like soap cart. One of the activities. And my buddy Dustin and I, the one that gave me that poncho that's right over there, but I'm, I almost wore it today. Anyway, um, and I carved a shoe. And I, you know, wrote Nike on the side because Nike was a thing when we were kids. And this lady ripped it out of my hands and was chastising me that I, I had carved a gun. I'm like, how many guns have shoelaces and say Nike on it? But I still remember that to this day. And then 
William had someone do that to him at his school. And I was like, you're always going to remember this day. You did nothing wrong. <laughs> that lady is also dead, by the way. Just throwing that out there. That was a little softer this time. <laughs> was. I'm just saying. What with that information? <laughs> Don't correct me, people. Karma. <laughs> no, I... Uh, well, oh, it, it really upsets me as a mom to hear that again because oh, he was crushed well he would be because again marcus is a 40 year old man and still remembers it and you're not quite 40 but you're remembering it and so like you said william is going to remember it at 40 years old i got ways before i'm 40 Let's of course you do you no know, it was it was a thin line between me being the young bachelor and aj being the dad yes, it was it just was by know, default that you had the child i had a kid aj did yeah, that was so the you I'm just an old hag, and I'll just say I'm You're not an old because hag. I'm a mom, but I'm also old, and I mothered no. since I was like ten. So you have you're to not like that much older than me. So when you say that you're old, I'm like, no, don't drag me. No, 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 you're young. Well, young. Let's be fair. Like when we talk and stuff, it's obvious I'm an old lady. <laughs> oh, oh, I've been an old soul since like kindergarten. I, I, I've been an old man since kindergarten in my life. Temperament okay, and my action. I'm I'm an old prude because I go to bed at what time, guys? Eight. Eight thirty. I, I talked to Erin last night until like seven thirty-five. And I was like, I gotta go. You're gonna fall. I know, and I was still pretty alert. <laughs> you were, you were, you were, you were with them. Um, and I am sorry I wasn't able to hop on a little early. Um, no, you're fine. I had a client. I couldn't get off the phone. Which I, I probably shouldn't have said it that way. We were working hard on something. At, right, right, right. You couldn't cut a client off, is what you're saying. That's what I meant. That's yeah. right. Yes. Um, so I, co I collected Simpson action figures. Those were a thing? Yes. And I thought, like, when I was in high school, like, that was what my job money was going to. I was like, oh, man, these Simpson action figures are going to be yeah. worth a ton. And then the, the show never went off the air. Um, <laughs> like, I kid you not, I, I can walk you into that closet, and I still have them just stacked up in the boxes still and William's like can we play with these and I'm like we probably could at this point I don't think they're worth much but I'm like it would hurt daddy to open I never thought about that because truly like there's something about it going away that makes it a desire so when and the show took a turn for the worst yeah I bet on the wrong horse <laughs> I mean, many people do. I see. I've never collected things with the intent to make money off of them. I've only collected things because I enjoyed them. So, like, it's nerdy, and again, I'm old. I have a stamp collection. Obviously, wow. I have. Do you really? I do. Like a really good stamp collection. Do you still collect stuff? Um. Well, no, because nothing in comes in the mail with an actual stamp on it anymore. You don't need duct stamps. I'll take a duct. And they're Listen. sticky now, and so that to me, like, I know sticky ones will at some point be outdated because I'm sure we won't have stamps at all at some point, you know, but um, this new ones just don't interest me. I do love the old ones. So I started that collection when I was probably like seven or eight. So I have like a huge box of them. Um, and actually, my grandma gave me her stamp collection. So I have a oh, lot that are really, really, really old. It would be interesting to see um, if I ever got it appraised again, because I I've never loved it to make money off of it. So I've never researched if a stamp means anything. But there's a lot of good stamps in there that could be worth money. That's pretty cool. And I collect coins. I love. Coins. And Again, not to collect them because I enjoy them. I'm just going, well, one day coins will be gone. So I collect anything before 1970. If I get a coin before 1970, I throw it in a jar because that'll be worth something for Owen. Maybe. I don't know. I, I donate all mine to the car wash. I don't seem like <laughs> And one of my favorite coin to collect is, I call them the drummer boy coins. The quarters that have the, it's like the bicentennial one. Yeah. But we have, I've always called them drummer boys, and Marcus is like, they have a real name. I was like, yeah, but you understand what I'm saying when they're drummer boy. <laughs> Do you remember when, like, they did, like, each state had its own kind of thing on the quarter? Yeah. They still do that. They still do. I think, I don't think they've gotten through all 50, 
50 states. All the states. Now they're going through uh, the newest collection right now is like America the Beauty or Beautiful or something like that. They're going. Oh, through. are they? Yeah. There's actually a quarter. It's 2020 and there's a bat on the back. Really? Yeah, I, I have one somewhere. I don't know where because I, I collect coins too. And I, I guess know. I'll be honest. It's been so long since I've paid cash for anything that I probably physically haven't held a coin in months and months and months, if I'm being completely honest. You guys ever carry a coin purse? I used to. I miss, like, when I was in the hardware store, you guys, all of the old men always had that one that scrunched open or yeah, like the leather that overlapped. And they had such skill when they opened it. They were like, and they could pick out their change like with such like skill i was like oh, i always admired that old men just always fascinated me i thought they were the cutest things and they always smelled really good hang in there with marcus you'll get one of uh, your own here not creeper. <laughs> it tastes like amanda you just said that out loud <laughs> no they smelled like old spice you know because they actually like really shaved and they used their aftershave like Older men that went out in public always had a very nice set, and they always dressed very nice, too. It, you know, it, they were classy. The newer generation has some room for improvement. <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying Axe is not a good scent, especially when I just no. myself. No, it's not. It's, I don't actually own uses that those products, and I think it actually does smell good. Um, but when I go out into public, I'm not, and it's not because of the mask, I'm not smelling people like you used to smell an older gentleman where there was a smell that came like they took care to smell good. And now I'm like, wow, like no one smells good anymore. They don't stink, but they don't have a good smell. AJ and I aren't offended at all by that, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, do you want me to say you guys smell like old men? I, I use the uh, safety razor when I shave. I still use like the brush with the old Bay rum and the... No. Soap and I use like a really old old well, aftershave. More, use more of it because I'm not like I don't, I, don't use, like, I don't smell that on you guys. Hmm. Well, we're not. It's not like we're at the office like hanging on each other either. So like I guess that makes sense. But well, I wasn't hanging on the old men either. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. He's like, I'm not gonna say you were. I'm not gonna say you were, Amanda. I mean. Y'all know I'm a hugger. <laughs> I just thought that hardware store got a hug with every purchase. <laughs> Thank you. Have a nice day. I'll see you next week. <laughs> these, old, these old men were coming in like, oh, this young girl is going to hug on us. I, we don't need another rake. Oh, Lewis, and Lewis goes in there. Terry's yes, we do. Locked, Terry's locked out of the office. I need to go get up and let her in real quick. I All apologize right. for having to leave. AJ, what do you use to shave? I, I, Aaron, if I'm being honest with you, I don't shave, but I Look mostly, your neck and stuff. No, I, don't know. I don't really shave it. Um, when I do shave, I just use, uh, just like disposable razors. I use it probably once or twice because I, I have really sensitive skin and I get really bad razor burn. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to use a safety razor, but I'm too scared to use it. Cause I don't, I'm, I, I'm afraid I'm going to like peel off my face. I will teach you. It goes so dramatic. I've been doing the safety razor for 10 years. It's the greatest thing ever. You spend $8 and you get 200 double-edged razor blades. It's, it's very economic. It's cheaper than doing Harry's or Dollar Shave. Oh, I like the ritual. Cause I got like a little brush. Is it relaxing? Cause I don't, oh, yeah. I'm like, when I'm shaving my legs, I'm like, let's just do it to get it done with. Oh, no. It's super relaxing. The only downside is if you're in a hurry. Because you can really screw yourself up. That's I've done that where I'm, like, bleeding from 18 places. I'm like, I had to shave in a hurry. <laughs> Gonna be late to this wedding, you know. <laughs> but, um, so I do keep, like, an old mock three-around. Just, Just in case it's like, I need to shave and I gotta get out the door and I don't have time for my little ritual. But, yeah, I'll teach you if you want. We'll get you one. I have a ton of blades I can give you. I have not shaved and had bare skin in a very long time on my face. I've only seen it like basically that one time and I was like, who is this? But you have a nice beard. Like your beard is like a maintained beard. It's not, it's a good look. It's a signature of yours. 
I, 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 Terry, by the way. I have had a beard since I could grow it. Like, I think I've been trying to grow a beard since sophomore year of high school. It's like, I've had a beard since I was seven. I know, I know. Owen has such fair hair and fair skin that it all just really blends in together. So I don't know when he's going to actually, granted, he's only, he'll be 14 in January, but I don't know that he's going to need to shave anytime soon. I think it'll just be if he wants to. It's okay if it doesn't happen, Owen. Some of us can't grow beards. I know, I just think, and I think his face is so cute, so, like, why hide it? Like, it's just so adorable! Owen will never listen to this, so I can say that. I was just gonna say. <laughs> his, his friends aren't gonna listen to this, so I won't, I mean, even though I just embarrassed him. It's, it's but his friends gotta be like, Owen, your mom loves you, like, she really loves you, like, so, I don't think it's a bad thing. This is so morbid, but if I croak... I want everyone to just continue to tell Owen, your mother loved you so much. <laughs> just like say that every time you see him. We can make that happen. I almost called, texted you, Amanda, the other night because a person I went to high school with passed away and I was reading their like obituary and it was like so well written. And I was like, who do I have in my life that would write like a really awesome obituary for me? And I'm like, I'm my mom. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, maybe, maybe my father-in-law, maybe my buddy Jake, but I was like, and she would write a killer, op- and I was like, I almost called you, like, hey, if I die, and like, you know, my kids are still together, would you write my own picture, but I was like, I'm not going to call this woman and throw this out there, I'll wait till I'm on the podcast and put it on the internet. <laughs> and then she can't say no, no, I wouldn't ever say no, can you put that in the will, because you know how crazy people get when people die. Oh, sorry, in there, I was just, this is just. Personality. Oh, uh, it's giving me a little heads up so I can start early if I need to. I mean, it would apply whether it's now or when you're. I've given you an outline on things I want you to touch on. <laughs> Done. Done. And Marcus, anyone who knows him knows that like he he wouldn't know what to do with me. So putting it out there, like I just want to party like for life, like not really a funeral. Just like a celebration of life where everyone's happy, everyone can tell jokes unless they're gonna say something mean, then they need to shut up and sit down. <laughs> um, and you can do an obituary if you want, you guys, like, cause Marcus ain't gonna write it. So <laughs> if you want me to have one, it's going on you guys. <laughs> cause Owen's not gonna write one either. And it can be as simple as Amanda Sharp passed away peacefully, loving her son so much. <laughs> the end. <laughs> He is, he is so cute. He is so cute. <laughs> I mean, that's enough. It would, everyone who would read that would be like, that's so her. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> what about you, AJ? Have you thought about your death? 100%. Um, I'm not big on, like, funerals. Um, yeah. I would, I, I'm okay with, like, of viewing, but I agree with Amanda on the, the more of celebration of life type deal. I don't want to be buried. I want to be cremated. I feel you. Um, Zombies? I, no, I just, I, I know like there's religion reasons and reasons on why people get buried. To me, I feel like it's a big waste of real estate, honestly. Fair. Um, and I'm like, I really don't want to be underground for the rest of my life. <laughs> so no, you um, want to be scattered or scattered somewhere. <laughs> yes, I, I do. Uh, hopefully I'll be fortunate enough to put enough money away in a trust or however you do that to have my closest family, friend, relative, whatever, fly out to uh, Hawaii or wherever my favorite spot is at the time. And right now it's Hawaii and I want my ashes spread into the volcano. Yeah, if you're paying, I'll I'll dump you wherever you want to go, buddy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean mathematically, it'll probably be you doing that to us, but fair, fair. We would hope that because I don't want you to go first. It's true, but I'm gonna I'm gonna turn. I just rub my belly. I'm gonna turn this ship around and live forever. <laughs> I this is morbid, but this needs to be talked about. I think people don't talk about it enough. That's true. Because death that... is not like death is only it only sucks for the living. It really does. Yeah. I mean, selfishly, that's the only reason we mourn. It's unless you're going to hell. Yeah, well, then they should have lived a better life. So. <laughs> they earned it. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I try hard to be good. <laughs> I'll be real disappointed if I'm going down instead of up. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, if you're going to hell, there's no hope for anybody. Yeah, just, honestly, Amanda. <laughs> save us a seat because you're going to see all of us. <laughs> no, no, no. Save us a seat. No, that's so terrible. So terrible. Now, are you guys afraid of dying? I don't know if that's morbid to say, but no. I'm 100% not. I've been married to Jen for almost eight years. I don't fear that <laughs> anymore. You got to not say stuff like that. Stop oh. it. I was, in, I was in the street with some friends and this car backfired and they all jumped and, they, and I didn't move. And I'm like, what's, what? You weren't scared of that. I'm married, I don't fear death. No, I... All I say is that I would love to make it until Owen's an adult. Just because oh, absolutely. Like, I didn't abandon him type thing. And then like, because at that point, I really, I hope he wants me in his life, but he shouldn't need me anymore. Well, then and like so, the relationship changes. Right. You I'm excited I mean? like, that relationship change. My, my relationship with my mom's completely different now. It's almost comical now. Yeah. I called her this morning and I said, hey, mom, I hadn't been, I hadn't had you knock me out of a good mood in a while, so I figured I'd call. You did not do that to your mother. <laughs> I did. She laughed. We have fun. I should do that in the next my mom when she's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, you haven't uh, ruined a good mood for me in a while. When are, you, when, are you gonna, when are you coming home? You guys are awful. Moms have a way of doing that sometimes. Like, you think you're in a good mood and then you call your mom. Some mom. I don't, I don't think this is you, Amanda, by any means. But yeah. And you call your mom and you're just like, oh, I guess I'm not happy as I thought. AJ, do you feel this? I, I, don't answer that, AJ, because your mom's like on the internet. And she sees those. So. Oh, yeah. She watches our podcasts all the time. I, <laughs> that would break my heart. And, you know, I'm not, I, I love my mom. I'm not doing that. That was a joke. I'm just saying. <laughs> that would break my heart. It's awkward. I just threw us all under the bus. And uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Trick or treat. <laughs> Like, you got tricks. I'm I'm the mom who I was like I bet Owen's thirsty upstairs in his room playing with his friends at his PlayStation. I'm gonna bring him some fresh water, and I go up there and he's like, "Mom, I was really thirsty. Thanks." I was like, "I knew because I was your mom." Like that's See, the mom I am. <laughs> you're you're not the mom that I have. <laughs> you I think you're good. I I think you'll be fine. You'll Mother. be fine. I don't think Owen will ever tell you that not like he so help me god if he says my mother didn't love me enough i'll kill him myself i'll kill him myself <laughs> because honest to god right my last man that says i'll i'll kill him myself <laughs> my, i i mean my last wishes are tell owen how much i love him and then for him to go she didn't love me enough I will he's like holding your hand on your deathbed he goes meh you did okay. <laughs> there was room for improvement, mother. And to be fair, there's always room for improvement. We're never perfect parenting because oh, God. I got to go. But can I tell you about my really bad day with Owen's glasses? Yes. We have yeah. a few more minutes. Actually, we're negative minutes, but this must be spoken of. And I'm not going to say the company because I'm not going to do that. But Owen goes to his eye doctor yearly. We're doing virtual school, so we could have we could have skipped it. But I'm always like, I don't want his eyes to work harder, so I want him to have the proper prescription because he needs glasses. So we go. She she says, Oh, no big deal. You know, there's an increase, but nothing to worry about. Okay, we get his glasses in. He puts them on, and he's like, These don't feel right. Like they hurt my eyes. And the lady's like, Well, take them home, try it. And I know there's that adjustment period, and he did get an increase. You know, not a small. Well, I thought a small increase, but she's like, no, it's actually a pretty significant one, whatever. I'm like, okay, so we're going to give it a try. And no matter how hard he tried, he kept taking them off because he says, mom, it's like I'm looking through a magnifying glass. So I call and I say, you know, these glasses just are not working. Like this is like two weeks later. They're like, come in. We'll look at, they put like something over him in his glasses to like dial it back. Adorable, adorable, AJ. And he's like, that's better, but it's not great. So they send the glasses away to get the new ones, to get the different lenses scaled back. 
they bill me incorrectly. So I have to call, this is over two weeks later, they bill me incorrectly. And so I call on that and I said, Hey, why have you on the phone? It's been about like over two weeks Did his glasses come back in. And she goes, let me go check. And she goes, they did. And I said, okay. She goes, well, can you come in, you know, tomorrow at this time to have them tried on? Sure. So Owen goes, he's like, they feel the same. And the lady's like, they've been put down. Like you just have to try them out. Give them this whole, give it the whole weekend to try. I don't wear glasses. I don't know. So he's like, I'm like, you're not playing your games and stuff until you can get your eyes used to this. Because if you're feeling really sick during your games, you've got to eliminate the games. You have to be able to wear your glasses. So I get a call. Saturday goes by, Sunday goes by, Monday goes by. I get a call on Tuesday from the eye doctor. Yeah, we have Owen's lenses in. But they just use the glasses. And I said, so that's interesting because what does that mean I picked up on Friday? <laughs> and she's like, um, I don't know. They gave me the same glasses back, not the fixed ones. And only because she called to tell me the lenses came in. So I- Poor kid. I know. I, I was crying. I felt like the worst mother. He's like, I tried to tell you. And I was like, you did. And I said, but I, you guys- that I will, I will go to my deathbed with this as being my worst parenting moment of my life. I, I still could cry talking about it. So I take him back to the doctor because I said, he's coming back in. I'm hearing sound. Okay. He's coming back in and he's going to start at an examination again and I'm not paying for it. And we're going to start from square one again because something's wrong. So we went back in and I said, I, and they couldn't even fathom how all this happened. Right. And I said, I need you guys to read the glasses that we got. I want it confirmed that they are indeed the same pair before I really am super upset because I'm, I'm letting you do your research to get your bearings on the story. Right. She comes back in the room. She goes, so they're not right. And I'm like, so they weren't, so they were the same pair. She's like, um, for a third time. No, listen, it gets worse. She goes, oh, it's sorry. not that they, um, gave you the same pair twice. That is true, but they actually gave you the wrong prescription to begin with. They weren't even the right original prescription. So of course, Owen's eyes would never have been able to get used to them because they weren't even right. So they gave me the wrong prescription twice and then the lenses that came in to replace it weren't even right because they were adjusted from the wrong lens and I was like oh my gosh so we did a whole new examination we have a new pair coming that fits exactly where his last prescription was and I'm not letting him leave without his glasses being ran to make sure that it's actually the same prescription. Mm -hmm. I said, how did this happen? Because when I go to a pharmacist, I'm assuming what is given to me in this bottle is what is safe to give my child. Think of the liability. Yes. Yeah. I said, so I need to know how this happened. And she's like, it shouldn't have happened. I was like, but what do you Obviously it shouldn't have, but how did it? did it. And she goes, well, we're going to look into it and figure out where it went wrong. And I'm like, do you look at every single prescription on the reader? And she said they did. I was like, I don't know if they do. But now for the rest of my life, I'm not getting a pair of glasses without them confirming it's actually the correct prescription. But I felt awful. And it caused Owen and I to actually have a fight about it because he was so upset, mm. rightfully so. Right. Like right. I tried to tell you. And it was like, Owen, if a doctor's telling me this about your body... I'm assuming that this doctor is correct. They are medically trained. I'm sorry. I should have listened to you when you were saying they don't feel right because he does know his body. Like to be completely fair, I know that about my child. So I felt guilty and I went up to his room after the whole doctor appointment, after we settled down from it. And I said, I am really sorry that I did not listen to you. And I'm really sorry that this happened to you from the doctor. That should not have happened, but it did. And I'm so sorry. What do you want to buy on PlayStation? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to buy like a hundred dollars worth of stuff because I'm I felt so bad. Buy myself out of it. No shame to my game. And he was content. He's like, Mom, thank you so much. And I'm like, No, thank you. <laughs> Did you guys like shake hands after? Like, All right, well, thank you very much. Nice to do business with you. A really hug, like tight hug and a good kiss on like the forehead. I'm like, I'm truly so sorry, but this is the best I can do to like 
like it's my peace offering and this will never happen again but that will go down as the I've lost sleep over this I still could cry about it and people are like oh stop it Amanda I was like no you can tell me to stop it but I still feel it oh yeah you feel it but if that's the worst you're doing I think you're doing pretty good <sighs> to the day I die for what it's worth, my father-in-law swears by getting the prescription at, you know, whatever eye doctor you choose and then going to Walmart for your glasses. <laughs> That's good strategy. Maybe they would have got it right. They might have, but he's saying, like, even with the insurance, Walmart's cheaper and they fit great. And according to him, he can bring them back at any time and they'll fix them or exchange them if they break. So he, he's a big Walmart eyeglasses. It's his eye exam somewhere else, but he has them do the prescription. And that's because I... Owen's comfort is always priority. And this doctor that he sees there is amazing with him. It's like she understands him. They're probably very similar in personality. So there's limited interaction and she doesn't take offense to that. And he feels comfortable with her. And so I pay extra to take him there because of that at, like aspect of it. I was like, the behind the scenes stuff is what's easy. Like they should not have been able to drop the ball. It wasn't her fault that that happened. So her initial prescription for him was accurate. It was at Rose. Okay. And it was just like the, the back staff that does the ordering of the glasses. Yes. Dude, I would get the prescription, take it somewhere else. I've done that before. And what I even asked is I was like, could the prescription that got inputted be incorrect? And they, they swore up and done. There's no way that that could happen. And I asked that several times before we even took the glasses the first time. I would. So I, I don't think, I mean, they treated us like royalty when we went in there the last time. So, I mean, they tried to make it right, but at the same time, like it caused great issue with my son and I, and that really hurt my heart. Like some parents possibly would never even went back to give it extra thought. And that child could have been dealing with the wrong prescription for forever, for a year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So that was a really long story, but that was something that happened last week, and it was really devastating. <laughs> but I made it well with Owen. I mean, AJ, was that a good move? What? Uh, like, the body? Him? Yeah, like that was good, right? Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it was good it's for forgiveness. You know, AJ's I mean, like, you're doing good. Like, yeah, like. I would, I, I would love that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I love that too. People can so buy my forgiveness. That was a nice like, peace offering though, right? Like, I mean, I can't make it go away, but I apologize and I, I bought him something. My forgiveness is for sale. <laughs> right? You'd be surprised how cheap it is too. <laughs> Growing up, my folks would have been like, meh, hope these new glasses work. <laughs> my mom actually yells at me because I don't wear these enough. He looks so cute on you. Isn't he adorable? He's probably like the second best looking guy in glasses on this podcast. Of course. Well, AJ, AJ like never wears his. So when I see him on, I'm, I'm like, just oh my gosh. I'm teasing him. I'm teasing him. I don't know. I don't know if I like them or not. Like, do you I like need glasses. them? I like the glasses. I just don't know if I like wearing glasses. You know what I mean? I, I get caught up in the, I think they're sunglasses. So I get caught staring at things, people. That's not, that came out really <laughs> You think they can't? Is it because you think they can't see your eyes? I'm still wearing so I don't. This is like the first time I've been wearing glasses. So when I wear glasses, especially in, in high school, I would just be like staring. With some girl like, uh, hey, AJ, what's. I can see your, I can see your eyeballs, AJ. Up here. Up here, young man. That's, terrible. That's so precious. Uh, you know what? These are transition. And so sometimes they look like sunglasses, but they're not as dark as I thought. I've been there. You're fine. You're only, you're a dude. You're good. No offense. Not justifying it, but happens to everybody. Men are men. How <laughs> we're wired, people. How we're wired. That's just fair. That's fair. Um, I don't think there's any harm in looking. <laughs> you window shop. You're allowed to look. You're a man. It's not like you're being ridiculous about it. Or were you? How bad? Come on, AJ. I was never the one to be like, oh, you know, like. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, okay. Like, that kind of stuff. Nah, I'm not into that. I thought you did that pretty well. I mean, okay. it's like he's been practicing. <laughs> I bet there's some women in their audience that were like, I wish AJ would owe oh, that to me, but. 
Raise your hand. He's looking for a date for the holidays, friends. <laughs> He's lonely. He's lonely for the holidays. There's Thanksgiving will be here before we know it. Get it now. There's Hallmark movies all about that. AJ, you could be a Hallmark movie. I could. You know what my favorite uh, Christmas song is? I don't. Um, gosh, well, what is it? Do you all know I what your favorite Christmas, Christmas song is? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know the name, but it's uh, the All I Want for Christmas is, is You. Is that how it goes? Right. Yep. Oh, uh, was that I'm Mariah gonna... Carey? Uh-huh. I'm going to say Love that. Actually? Mm. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I don't know what movie it was from, but I just remember, I like, the song is still. Um, there is video of me if I ever become famous. I hope the video is gone, <laughs> but there was a video of me singing All I Want for Christmas and I put in the word Andrew because I used to have this crush like way, way, like when that first, yes. And so there's a video of me singing it like that and my friend has it and so help me God if I ever become famous and that comes out, I have a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> I just want AJ, Andrew to be in the office and be like, Amanda, I can't find my phone. Can you call it? And then you call it and that'd be the ringtone. Please make this happen. I, I would be like, that is, <laughs> it is what it is. Yes. I know. AJ, so help me God if you find that. <laughs> He's on a mission now. He's I like, this is it. really all I want for Christmas. <laughs> and whenever you're lonely, you just call your own phone. Like, right. <laughs> Aaron is going to help with that discovery. I'm not going to tell you what friend had had that. What's your friend's name? Not saying. saying. (laughs) All right, guys, we went so far on this podcast. I think it's almost been an hour. So we should probably um, kill it before it kills us. (laughs) Or it incriminates me more with my past crushes. So any final thoughts? (laughs) I'm content, by the way. I'm happy. Just just wanted to put that out there. Happy AJ. (laughs) I love it. Aaron, anything? No one wants to date an unhappy person, and AJ's happy, and Thanksgiving's coming up, and his mom's a great cook, I hear. There you go. Right? He's like, yes, of course she's a good cook. Amazing cook. I had to give him the mom look to get it out of him, but yes. Anywho, all right, everyone. I'm Amanda Sharp, the mom. That's AJ Lang, the young bachelor who's sassing right now. Aaron LaDuke's dad. We hope AJ's on the next episode. I know. Tracy, mm, we tried. Uh, I will. I might be asleep, though. <laughs> All right. You might be sleeping at the office. That's right. It's here. It's not on, though, to be fair. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.